0: Hi, you are listening to episode 215 of the Stuttering School podcast. I'm your host, Daniela Rossi. You can call me Danny. Coming to you from a very rainy Sunday morning, November the 5th, 2017, right here in Toronto, Canada, where the Canadian Stuttering Association 2017 conference took place uh, last week, last weekend. It was a one-day conference, and this episode will be dedicated to talking about that conference. So I will be playing some audio from a video that I that I shot there, showing highlights of the conference. It's only it's only an eight-minute video, so it'll be very very short. Followed by audio that I will play that has been contributed by some of the organizers of the conference. To give us insight into what's it like to organize a stuttering conference, and then I'll also give some commentary and you know my plans for the future of stuttering. Is cool, Ooh, very nice. <laughs> but first, the commentary. So my comments, my re- my reflections of the conference. Now. Before I get into my reflections, I should probably let you know I'm very sleepy. (laughs) We just changed the clocks back from daylight savings. So you could tell in my voice, Um, I also went. um, You can tell in my voice. Sorry that I went to bed late last night. It's a habit that I have. Not sure if anybody knows this uh, or many people know this, but the way to combat. Daylight savings time when. The switch over when the next day you're all tired and such is to go to bed at the same time you always do, according to the current time that you're on (laughs) the current. Like, you see what I mean? (laughs) But I ended up saying, oh, well, since it's now only 1030, I'll stay up. So you could tell in this voice. I don't know why I shared that. So the conference. First of all, I want to say it was great. It was awesome. I had a great time. It was a one day conference and there were a lot of first timers there. I think something tells me they probably <laughs> outnumbered uh, the veterans too. So it, that I, I enjoyed very much. I thought that was that was uh, that was great. There were a lot of families there, a lot of young people there. It was very, very, very nice to see to see to see to see that great opportunities to break the ice, meet brand new people. And I also had a chance to make a few new, f- new friends. The type of workshops that were on, actually, there were, I th- think, four rooms of workshops. So there were plenty of workshops there. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, I couldn't see all of them, even though I was part of the social media team for the CSA. So full disclosure, right to, right to there. I had a hard time running from one room to another or one workshop to another to take photos because I was trying to be non-intrusive or non-disruptive. But the way the rooms were organized, uh, oh, I should probably mention, it took place at, at the University of Toronto at the Innistown Hall. It's a building called the Innis Town Hall. So the way the rooms were organized, um, when I would walk in, everyone would see me walk in and someone would be talking and they would have to stop (laughs) talking so if you look at the CSA stuttering Instagram account or even the um, Facebook page like it's a bit obvious I'm trying hard not to be obvious that I'm taking photos so yeah lesson learned Uh, I'm gonna take my real camera that has a zoom lens (laughs) and I'll and I'll do that next year Uh, so of the workshops there was there was a great two parter or three parter of teens and parents so uh so that seemed to be a great um up op- from the description I didn't have a chance to sit to sit in, but it looked like it was just getting everything out in the open, talking about the parents well, I can't really talk about what was going on but <laughs> because i don't remember the description but i remember when i was reading the the, the descriptions I, oh yeah that's kind of cool so if i remember correctly it was something like first there was a workshop just for the parents one workshop just for the teens and then the third one was bringing them all together a workshop that i attended was stuttering in university um, that was put on by my friend audrey Bigra, who came f- who was one of my friends in montreal uh, remember the previous episode where I reported from the ABC conference, La Asociación de BCG Canada. My friends came for the CSA conference, so that was a lot of fun to meet up with them again. And in fact, most of them are in the photo for the cover photo for this for this episode. <laughs> for this episode, I kind of figured it would, it would be fun to do that again. Uh, since the cover photo for last week's episode at this at the ABC was a, was a selfie, a group selfie, and I put Frankie Banky in there, it's the same thing: group selfie with Frankie Banky, my friend Sam, and my friend Brian Roos. Uh, Woo, Sam is uh, who made many appearances on this episode as the unofficial co-host. Um, they put on an improv, a workshop uh, for improv, so. Uh, the audio that i will play of the video they're in there so i ask them questions i i i asked them the question of uh how does improv benefit people who stutter? better um in the video you will also see st- or hear <laughs> stand-up com- from stand-up comedian uh jose puranian i don't know how to pronounce his last name my apologies and i ask him so, how do you deal with uh, your how do you work with your stuttering when you're trying to tell a joke off stage? You no, know, on stage is one thing, you know, but off stage, you know, because a lot of us would love to know that. So, I pick his brain for that one. Uh, he had a he had um, a workshop where he gave a he put on a show his uh, routine, and then after he explained a bunch of stuff on well, how. Stand up. I I think if I remember correctly, it was how stand up can help stutterers. Things like that. Don't know. I should probably prepare it before recording. The keynote was from Kim Block. Um, she's the one who have who has recently written the um, started a uh, series of children's books. She wrote the um, Adventures of a Stuttering Superhero series, uh, which I think her volume two is currently. Uh, being written or printed, printed or something like that, <laughs> and she has a, a workbook, like a drawing workbook that uh, she had just put out. So those were available at the conference, al- uh, along with my, along with my book and buttons. And unfortunately, I couldn't sit in on her workshop and Jose's. <laughs> um, actually, I missed a lot of workshops because my battery <laughs> my phone battery was going down. Of the workshops that I did attend, Audrey's workshop, where we all shared our experiences stuttering with the schools when you um the question was asked and we were and we had to write down what comes to mind when you think about school and stuttering and it just for me um you know my the one year university that I did. <laughs> Or <laughs> the college years, the community college years that I did didn't really come to mind. It's always my elementary school and a bit of high school. And I guess those were the worst times that I had <laughs> in terms of stuttering. And um, so it's words, you know, I don't even remember the words I wrote, but it was just, you know, things like awkwardness and loneliness and such and such Um isolation and we all shared each other's notes and it was a very good conversation that we had in terms of how we felt and there was a mother of a kid who stutters um, a high school kid who stutters so she was learning from us and we were learning from her what her kid has been going uh, through and yeah brought back way too many flashbacks <laughs> for me <laughs> I did sit in on the improv a workshop, which was a lot of fun and I really wanted to. Participate, but I was busy trying to take the perfect photo for the CSA social media stuff, so if it happens next year, I'll do so. <laughs> I'll I'll participate. Another workshop that I participated in was the open mic. Oh, wait, before I go, I should mention the research there was an up there was a research workshop put on by Lisa Wilder who is the webmaster for the CSA website and she talked about pharmaceutical research unfortunately again didn't get a chance to sit in for very long because i was taking photos um it was at that point i was uh, floating uh, floating a around and trying to take good photos that weren't just you know someone standing at you know in front of a powerpoint tried to tell a story you know beyond national geographic Note to self, I don't work for National Geographic. <laughs> but if you want to see the photos, CSA Stuttering Instagram account or look for the hashtag CSA NTO 17. Now, if I were to be asked, what was my favorite workshop of the workshops that I did sit in? <laughs> I would say, I mean, hands down, the open mic, it was the same thing in the ABC, excuse me, uh, three weeks ago. Uh, because there were a lot of first-timers so I heard from a lot of first-timers even from veterans uh, veteran founders of, of the starring association of this of the CSA uh, back in 1991 it was it was great to hear from Oliver who was just sharing his experiences um, as he grew up uh, like for a time when he lived in Kenya and his, his experiences there and but what I wanted to uh, mention was Hearing from the first timers because it brought back the memory of my first time being open about my st- my stuttering my first time going up at an open mic at the NSA conference in the United States and that feeling, uh, that exhilarating, that excitement, that feeling of excitement and um, achievement. Wow, I actually did that. I actually went out of my comfort zone and I spoke in front of everybody for some of the uh first timers. Yeah, they act uh, they did mention. Um you know, one mentioned this is my first time ever holding a microphone, or another one said, I've never done something like this before. And you could tell it was something a challenge that they gave themselves to do. And my and two of my friends from Quebec, like they were uh challenging each other, you know, go up, go up now. You go up, go up. It was nice, it was so cool to see that. And I have to admit, I forgot that feeling. (laughs) I forgot that feeling of going up. Even though I did the same thing last uh, at the uh, ABC conference in Montreal a few weeks ago. I kept thinking, should I go up? Try and speak French? Should I? Nah, I shouldn't. And in the end, I did. (laughs) And that's how the group selfie was taken, I said. And in in very broken French, I said, hey, want to take a group selfie for the CSA site? (laughs) And for my podcast? So that's what I like about these stuttering conferences where you are encouraged. There's so much support, so much support that you'll get from the friends that you'll meet. Everyone is open. Everyone is scared (laughs) to talk to each other because they don't know each other, right? But then you have that instant friendship, that instant bond that forms. Okay, well, on to the video now uh, you're going to hear the theme song played a few times so that's because I have an intro (laughs) uh, for the video and then there's one section where uh, because I couldn't and here's some behind the scenes because I couldn't take much video because it was only a one-day conference or, or the conference lasted only for one day and this is when i realized wow what a difference it is from a four-day conference at the nsa where um, i had a lot of opportunities to take video of workshops and you know friends interviewing and this and this but with the one-day workshop everything was tight <laughs> and fast and there were uh, there were a number of people that i had flagged in my mind i would love to interview them for my for my video I'd love to interview that person for my video and in the end I said well now well not right now because lunchtime and they're socializing later on and then I couldn't find them (laughs) the same thing happened with the ABC I'd originally planned to shoot a video but again it was like well there's not enough time to interrupt no really basically that's what I'm doing I'm interrupting their conference experience to say hey do you want to think of something and say something quickly for my video <laughs> at the right place and the right time? So uh, definitely, here we go again, step out of my comfort zone, right? Uh, trying something new, you know. So if you want to see my past NSA videos, I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. It's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's on my YouTube page. Look for Daniele Rossi 3. That's Daniele with one L. There's a there's a part in the middle of the video where you're going to hear the theme song that's me where I list stuff that I couldn't film. <laughs> like saying, "Hey, we had a conference from, no, uh, sorry, a a keynote given from uh Kim Block, and we also had an open mic and we had this and we had this and we had this, right? I I would have loved to have recorded the open mics, but I didn't want to I I just felt it wasn't right to record <laughs> people's uh, open mic without permission express permission saying hey would you mind if and I didn't even know right because uh, who was going to give an open mic because it's all spontaneous uh, that's how the open mic works it's uh, it's just the host which was Casey Kennedy who's one of the organizers that you're going to hear from he would say okay who wants to come up first so that's where all the excitement comes comes in if you ever get yourself to a stuttering conference and if they have an open mic definitely do not miss it okay now for the video hello I am Daniela Rossi and you're watching this stuttering is Cruel. Uh, video episode. I'm at the King Starring Association One Day Conference. It's October the 28th 2017 and I'm at this College, this Hall, Innis Town Hall, there you go, at, at the University of Toronto and we're just in between the uh, sessions here. So this episode you'll be seeing what goes on at a CSA conference. to some of my friends Brian
1: and uh, I'm uh, Sam
0: and uh, the two of them have put on an improv works uh, workshop so how did how did it go it, it, it went well we, we played a lot a lot lots of
1: really fun and interactive games uh, uh, we played a lot of games where people went uh, out of their comfort zone and and um, got their uh, energy up uh, uh which was fun we uh played games where we clapped uh, uh, uh to each other uh People were pretending to be bees and trees and honey. <laughs>
0: and how does clapping at each other and pretending to be bees and trees helps people that stutter? Well, oh uh, well, I think it helps uh, pe- people who stutter be be more s- s- spontaneous and be and being more. Uh, Com- comfortable.
1: Uh, in my opinion, I think it reduces anxiety and it helps manage like the mental health aspects associated mm-hmm. with stuttering, yeah. because it teaches you to just jump into situations without really knowing what's going to happen and still maintain confidence, in whether or not you stutter. Well, I'm um, speaking with
0: a uh, true uh, stand-up comedian who that stu- who stutters. What's your What's your name? Introduce yourself.
2: <laughs> uh, Hi, guys.
0: I'm José Peranian. And what I've always wanted to ask a stand-up comedian who stutters: um, What do you do when there's a joke that you want to tell, but you're but you're going to stutter? You're blocking in or you're blocking while you're trying to tell a a joke off stage. So not when you're on stage where, you know, there's that context, but when you're just out and about, you're at a party.
2: So I don't usually tell jokes socially as much. Really? I am fairly funny socially, (laughs) but not, not perhaps the classic structure of a joke with a setup and a punchline, but Mm. one thing I've realized is that I can't afford to have a predictable... (laughs) I can't afford to have a punchline that is too predictable and that has actually led me to be more creative with my punchlines because the 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 punchline has to catch people by surprise even if they know the first letter of the word because i'm stuttering on it i feel like if it's not an expected punchline i sh- should be able t- to maintain the sense of suspense even if they know the first sound, basically.
0: Big thank you to the uh, volunteers and the uh, organizers, those people there. Yeah. Hey! And the new, um, uh, what's that word? National coordinator, the previous national coordinator. <laughs> hey! I suck at this, eh? <laughs> anyway, anyway, thank you. Thank you again for a great uh, conference. And everybody else who uh, stayed behind <laughs> they're actually what maybe what, 150 this year 100 150 something this is way at the end so yeah bye everybody <laughs> uh, we're at the uh, I guess the after party I, I guess yeah uh, the conference is over and we're at a pub and this is my friend Catherine Hey,
3: Katherine. i <laughs> You look friendly. like you're uh,
0: shining there with a uh-huh. light here, here. Let's go over uh, here so you don't look so shiny. I think
3: it's my yeah, halo showing. I, show I right. think it's your
0: halo showing, yeah. Notes, the JPL. <laughs> on her jacket. Yes, yeah, she does work for JPL.
3: Yes. NASA.
0: So what's I, that? I'm you know now you now your face is all covered. Yes, this isn't uh, working. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'm your friendly neighborhood rocket scientist.
0: Very very cool. <laughs> very cool. Uh, so what did you think of the conference?
3: Uh, very nice. I'll,
0: what was I'll, your? F- oh. I'll I'll
3: uh, 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 I'll I'll. Oh, uh, 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 uh um, I would love to see it see it extended extended for a two day period so 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 no so everybody could could come come in and for that weekend we would take over the hotel
0: that's right hotel parties those are the best yeah that's part of the conference
3: yes like like for example at the he 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 after the conference dance party in Dallas this summer I got back to my room
0: at the NSA 5
3: a.m. On Sunday morning.
0: Wow. Now that's a party.
3: Yeah.
0: Stumble back into bed at 5 a.m. <laughs> that's, the way to, that's the way to do it. Oh, looks yeah. like our table is ready. So okay. let's go. And the restaurant was a lot of fun. There was probably, what, maybe 30? Maybe 30, 40 of us, I think, <laughs> if, I've, if memory serves right. Food was delicious. We went to a place called the Fox and the Firkin, I believe. Uh, very, very close by. And as per usual, conversation was had with everybody. And I forgot to mention our new national coordinator. Oh my gosh, I forgot to, I, I, I'm I'm just right now going, oh yeah, what happened at the conference? Let's rewind a bit. Um, the CSA has a new national coordinator, which is um, a term that the CSA uses for, um, I guess to put it very lightly, the person that that coordinates everything with this CSA. Uh, make sure everything because I mean you need like a group of people, a group of organizers, a group of board members, a group of whatever, whatever the topic is. you know, it needs a lead a leader. So yeah. Um, Eva Steervolt I believe is the proper pronunciation my my apologies is our new national coordinator she's a parent of a ch- of well a 20 something who stutters I was about to say a child who stutters she's no longer a child um, I'm excited to hear uh, to see what will come out of out of the new uh, national coordinator uh, she's been an active member um, in the serving community um, at the NSA uh, she is she is canadian she does live in canada <laughs> uh, and i met her um was that my first conference that i met eva maybe maybe my is uh, my second one back in 2011 i think and yeah seen her every year since and all that so so i really, really excited to see what comes out of um a, um from a leader that passionate and stu- and stuttering and from the perspective of a parent who's others and a huge thank you to andrew harding our departing national coordinator for his work in revitalizing the csa so there was a time yeah where well, what would this be i think what five years ago i think it was now yeah like the csa almost fizzled fizzled out so thanks to andrew for making everything happen coordinating on a national scale uh, to make sure that the revitalize happens and here we are today with successful conferences that are growing and you know and as you heard Catherine in the video say okay let's make it two days now (laughs) let's make it multiple days so and then also thank you to David Stones for also uh, uh, helping the CSA with with the strategy so as andrew says and as you'll hear from the organizers audio it takes a team right so and it takes a support group too to help us deal with our stuttering so try and make it to a stuttering conference and if you can stuttersocial.com group video chats full disclosure i'm a co-founder it's the next best thing to being there okay now for organizers audio
4: Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Casey Kennedy. I'm a person who stutters and a speech-language pathologist in Toronto, and I've been on the board of directors of the Canadian Stuttering Association uh, since 2014. And um, let's see, and i've been the m c of our annual conference uh, for the last three years, and um, i'm also on the planning committee for the conference my My main role in the on the planning committee is um uh the the director of programming i guess so so uh i usually take the lead in deciding which workshops that we have and how many workshops and and uh which workshops will happen at the same time as other workshops and and all of that um uh th- th- that being said our our conference is very much a team effort so we each kind of have our our areas that we tend to focus on so um so i do programming um there's other people who do uh, venue and catering and registrations and design and social media advertising, and uh, and all of that and sponsorships uh, and and um, just. Just overall planning um and volunteer coordination there's actually a lot that goes into the conference and and we spend all year doing it so we meet uh, usually every three or four weeks we meet for a couple of hours in Toronto and then we each usually have have something that we need to do by the time that we meet again and um and then usually we we tend to discuss uh, all of all of our decisions as, as a as a large group and there's about ten of us so it, it's quite a collaborative effort, and uh, and it, it's fun. It's a lot of work, uh, but but it's really fun. And um, and and every year, as it gets closer to to the uh, to the day and the weeks leading up to the conference, it, the work becomes more and more, and it and it feels like I mean, it feels a little hard sometimes because we are all volunteers and we all also have full time jobs. Um, but then when the conference happens and we just see what a what a huge impact that we're having on the stuttering community and uh, on people's lives. It just, it's so worth it. It just blows me away every year. So it, it's definitely my my privilege. Um, so, uh, in in planning for the workshops and for the programming, which is what I usually take uh, take the lead on, uh, sometimes I'll I'll think of some um, some ideas for workshops and and uh, I'll I'll find some people in the community to lead those workshops if I have specific ideas. Uh, sometimes, as a as a larger group, we will um, have a have a have an idea or or a theme or something that we want to to move toward or, or grow, uh, as a conference. And I think a good example of that this year, um, that I didn't take the lead on in, um, in actually facilitating the workshops, but, but we decided to have more of a, um, more of a, a presence and more of a program for teenagers and for young adults and for their parents. And I think that that was a huge success. So in the past, we've tried to do this and we've had programming and workshops for teenagers. And for their parents, but because that 's not been the focus of our conference in years past, not many teenagers or their parents would come to the conference and so then very, very few people would attend those um, workshops and then it made us think like well if if there 's not the demand for it what 's the point So we tried again this year and and we really pushed and advertised for it, and we had so many uh, we had we had so many teenagers and, and young adults and parents, and it was fantastic. Um, in in one of the workshops that we had, uh, well, we had workshops that were specifically for teenagers and young adults, and another workshop specifically for parents. And then in the workshop that we had, where the two groups came together, there was about 25 to 30 people in that room of teenagers and young adults and their parents. So that that was just, it was just such a fantastic and and resonating um, uh, discussion that, that came from that. So that was really Really rewarding to see. Um, so, uh, so sometimes we'll have an idea in mind for some programming or for, for some workshops, and so then uh, we'll 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 make that happen. But then we also send out a call for for um, proposals for for submissions for workshops, and uh, and and every year the the proposals just keep getting more and more interesting and creative and and really really high quality. Um, I, I'm so impressed every year when when I get the uh, the proposals for the workshops, and and sometimes um, sometimes it's really hard to choose which uh, which workshops will be able to fit into the program and which ones maybe we'll have to wait. Till next year so, so, sometimes when we get workshops that are very similar to each other we'll we'll contact the um, the the people who are proposing them and ask if maybe they want to work together uh, and and to do the wor- their workshops kind of combined um, but uh, but usually um, when people um, submit proposals to work for workshops and then and then we decide which workshops that we uh, we want to accept and then I'm left with with um, anywhere from from twelve to twenty workshops that I, I need to try to fit into the schedule and to create the schedule. So this year um, this year we ended up having sixteen, and so I decided to do four time slots of four workshops at the same time. And um, and so we had we had four different rooms, and they all held different numbers of people. They all had different setups. So some were more of a lecture style, and some were more collaborative. And so I needed to decide um, which which rooms each workshop would go into. And it was almost like a, a little like a workshop puzzle, which was which was really really fun. <laughs> uh, so I, I needed to make sure that um, that uh, there would be something interesting for for every type of person that i could imagine who would come to the conference Um, i also wanted to make sure that um, that uh if there were really really popular workshops that i imagined would be popular i wouldn't want to have those both at the exact same time so that um, people wouldn't be too disappointed and would have to choose between the two of them so i needed to make a really balanced workshop a workshop that you know maybe if there's these three workshops that um uh, that would all really appeal to teenagers. I'd want them at different times. Uh, and sometimes that that's hard to try to fit everything in. Uh, so it it was challenging, but, but really fun. And it was just so rewarding to see it all come together. So, uh, so that's a little behind the scenes of the planning for the Canadian Stuttering Association annual conference. And thanks again to my fellow, um, committee members. And, uh, thanks so much to everyone who came and we hope to see you again next year. And, uh, and also for any of you who want to get involved in, uh, in planning for our conference or anything else that we do, please, uh, please send us an email and, and shout out on, uh, on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, our website is stutter.ca. Take care.
5: Hi everyone, my name is Alexander D'Agostino and I'm on the board of directors for the Canadian Studying Association and I'm in charge of the social media. So I basically run the Facebook page, um, the Facebook forum, and, I, and then I also post on the Twitter page and our recently new Instagram account, which is really exciting to have. Um, oh, and also... Um, thank you to Daniel Rossi for uh, for all the, for all the images he prov- he provides me with, especially the ones on short notice. Um, so, what it's like to plan a conference? Uh, it's actually it's a bit stressful. Um, for me, I don't actually do a lot of the planning. Um, I help out. I provide my opinion from from kind of like the 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 younger adults perspective. Since I am only 24, and I think I'm the youngest on the board, and I'm still in school. I'm in nursing school right now, but I so I basically post on on Facebook, Twitter, um, on almost on a regular basis. Uh, especially in the days leading up to the conference, I try and have a countdown going. Um, so that's something that I always plan in advance. Like I, I always um plan um I like I always schedule the posts um beforehand. Um, and then I also, throughout the year, I try to find some interesting links to post, uh, interesting photos I find, or or, or anything that the National Studying Association posts that is also um, re- relevant, um, um, you know, in, in the Canadian perspective. So, on the day of the conference, I try to post a lot um, this year uh, i was I was the only one posting well well also um, a few other few other people were posting I was the main one posting um, and so I t- so I floated around each each workshop, took a picture of it, and tried to come up with a funny quote or fun quote or like a really inspiring quote that I found um, for example in in in, um, you know, in Kimball's keynote. Um, and then I post Twitter Instagram Facebook <laughs> I mean it sounds it sounds really easy but uh, I was constantly on my phone all day so I felt like I didn't really get to enjoy the conference in a way but in the but in, but in an, another way I did at the times I wasn't looking down at my phone trying to do my job uh, but then I also was helping out at the front desk a little bit too if you guys met me or not uh, so that's basically what I do so I hope you guys enjoyed this the this little clip and make sure to come to the conference next year. Bye!
1: Hi there my name is Dan Lecca, and I sit on the volunteer committee and planning committee for the Canadian Stuttering Association. We just recently held our 2017 annual conference and I just want to say that it was a remarkable event. Um, The organizers and planning committee did a remarkable job at creating a day where stutterers across all walks of life uh, came together and uh, had some amazing workshops and moments shared i just want to say that for those that haven't been to a canadian stuttering association conference or any stuttering conference uh, for that matter I just want to say that I think you should really go. They are a great time, and our events provide encouragement and camaraderie. Our members talk, we laugh, we swap stories, we listen to speakers, and essentially we share our struggles and our successes and our failures. What I take away from this year's conference is that many people and I would say most everyone that spoke at our event and that I've talked to have really remarkable stories to tell and I think you learn something each time a person that stutters stands up and tells their story it's truly a remarkable event and um, I really hope that uh, for those out there that are struggling down on themselves, uh, not having a good day, really do reach out to the Canadian Standard Association community online and through uh, various social media feeds as well Uh, to really reach out into the community and and, uh, uh, also come to our 2018 annual conference event. It really is a real fun time. We have tremendous workshops a very uh, wide array of different uh, workshops with different research interests, different topics, uh, just different um, uh, for- formats in general that really appeals to uh, many different people across the uh, Stuttering community. It was a great event. The organizers did an outstanding job. We worked uh, really hard uh, to provide it, just a great event, and we look to do 2018's event, uh, to be bigger, uh, expand our platform, and to reach as many people that stutter as we can. It's a wonderful community, and I highly uh, encourage everyone to uh, reach out and uh, be a part of a uh, great organization.
0: Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Alexandra, and thank you, Casey. For submitting your uh, your audio, and uh, <laughs> I love how Alexandra apologized for the last minute uh, graphics creation. So I create graphics for the social posts, and a lot of times it's like a last minute. I know it's like tomorrow, but can you do this? Uh, she does apologize, and I always say, "Don't worry, this it's all good." Now I'm really really aware. That I have dry mouth, so I've been pausing a lot and taking a drink. My apologies if you're still hearing some dry mouth in between my pauses here. Um, so after the conference, a sign that it's been successful, or rather, one of the signs, one of the many signs, is when people start thinking, I want to do a workshop next year. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was so charged going, you know what? I want to do a workshop next year. It's been last. last time I did a workshop was actually, actually, actually the first revitalized conference. Forget what year that was. But uh, what? Maybe four years ago. So I'm like, hmm. So when someone's like all eager to, oh, I'm going to do a workshop, you know, you know, yeah. Community has been created. So kudos to the organizers. And the volunteers and the sponsors and um, the caterers. The food was great, and they even had fruit. I loved it. Healthy, healthy options. Of course, I helped myself to to the donuts. <laughs> now I wanna. Now I'm not gonna tell you what my idea for the workshop is. I because I still gotta flesh it out. And what I like about getting these ideas now for next October is I have a year to prepare. Now, not that I'll be accepted because you have to <laughs> submit your uh, proposal, but it gives me a chance to refine and all that stuff and gives me something to do <laughs> between podcasts. Speaking of something to do, so my plans, future plans for stuttering is cool, the whole com and everything. I received a lot of encouragement, a lot of energy, I guess, uh, from you know this, you know, the sales of my buttons, at the conference, the Tintin exhibit in Quebec City that I talked about in my previous episode. Um, I talked about um, ISAD, International Staring Awareness Day online conference where I submitted a comic strip and I talked about how a lot of SLP students uh, had left comments, had left feedback. And the recurring theme, one of the recurring themes in the comments, I must have received maybe 20, 25 comments, uh, thank you. If any of you are <laughs> are listening, I enjoyed responding to your questions, and they were all excellent. A lot, a lot, a lot of them were challenging for me to think of. You know, they raise a good point. Let me think about this for a while, and I had to think about it for like a day before responding. Um, and the recurring theme was along the lines of, "I'm really showing the stuttering experience through comics." You could see it through the person's eyes um or the stutterer's eyes or in other words frankie banky's eyes and that's the power of comics what we call comics journalism where like photojournalism you know like let's say it's a war zone and the and the the cartoonist could be watching through at at a safe distance maybe through a window or on a rooftop say a charging tank coming into a town um a photojournalist the cartoonist could say you know what I want to I want to draw this scene from the perspective of in front of the tank the tank is coming towards the uh, reader of the comic for a photojournalist to do that they would have to go in front of the tank um, so I use that pers- I use that kind of uh, method in my comic for uh, the Eyesight comic. Again, link in the show notes <laughs> where I showed for uh, for those, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the my previous episode, it was a series of uh, scenes, different spe- uh, common speaking situations and um, the way stuttering is misinterpreted. And then throughout the month of October, I had participated in something called Inktober. And I, and I, and I, Briefly talk about this in my previous episode, where every day you're drawing something uh, in ink and you hashtag it Inktober, Inktober 2017. So I drew things that were uh, related to either stuttering encouragement or stuttering resilience or stuttering awareness. And the ideas that came <laughs> out of the official Inktober drawing prompts that I used, uh, that I... um draw again drew against drew for drew with you know things like you know fat and um swift and underwater and um mask and i had to try and think okay how can i associate draw something that associates that word (laughs) with stuttering and i did and people seem to enjoy my flood of posts throughout october uh got, we'll say, maybe 700 to over 1,000 people were reached on Facebook alone. About 20 likes on, on average plus or or less on Instagram, retweets on Twitter. And the type of drawings that I created um, were things like, uh, act- actually, I'm not going to go into explaining because... I think this episode is too long enough, <laughs> but I'm definitely going to take those pictures and do something with them. Maybe create a book or something. I did put in an order for it to create a photo book so I can have easier access to remember what I wrote, the captions that I included on on Instagram. And they're also automatically posted to the Sterling School Facebook page. And because the drawings really allow me to reflect on stuttering and a lot of them had like I would realize things I never even thought of before so it was a great exercise and I'm sorry for bringing it up and not even giving you examples but (laughs) I'm sorry I just wanted to I the reason I brought that book because I want to say that my plans for stuttering school for 2018 and the rest of 2017 and going forward is to create more comics so I'm hoping to do something like a comic a month, something like the, the ISAD comic, the International Staring Awareness Day online conference comic. I know that's ambitious. I got to find the time. It means I'm going to have to decrease my podcasting a little bit more, perhaps. I really don't know. I did enjoy creating the video for the CSA, The because iP- I was using the iPad to assemble the video, and it made it so easy. So I'm hoping to shoot more video. One of my October postings was a speed up video of me drawing that drawing prompt. So kind of liking video again. And okay, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Sorry for the dry mouth. Thank you to the, the organizers for organizing and contributing audio for my podcast. I mean, organizing the CSA conference, of course. Next episode will be very special. My 10th anniversary episode. I have, well, special things planned. So I hope I could do them. <laughs> In any case, I'd love to hear from you. Coolstutter at gmail.com is the email to send your audio that I will play on a future episode. It won't be the 10th anniversary. It'll be the one after uh, that one since I already have something planned. But hey if you want to send audio for the 10th anniversary let me let me know and i'll and i'll include include it use your voice memo app on your smartphone we all have smartphones right or if you don't have a smartphone that has a voice memo app use your computer audio whatever record in any format email it to me coolstutter at gmail.com maybe two or three minutes but don't worry if you go over because I'm not going to give people who stutter a time limit to talk. <laughs> we'll say four minutes, maybe five. It doesn't really matter. Just don't go on and on and on because then it becomes your podcast. So, <laughs> hey, maybe you can start a podcast about stuttering. The world could, could use more. And until then, may your stuttering always be with confidence. And, hey, if you want to order my book or my buttons, my stuttering awareness buttons, stutteringscool.com. Ciao.